I can learn to hunt in the end anyway, but exactly. I can't necessarily go and fucking find armor plates and shit when the world is over, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I don't one, even know. If Pence isn't living in a bubble right now for just the continuity of government right. at this point, something's wrong. Right. So... I don't have any particular sympathy for Boeing, especially in this time, you know, getting money from the government. You're like, oh, we're fucking struggling airlines and shit. Like, you sold planes that didn't work and you knew it. That's what you fucking get, right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, no, we're good. All right. We're fucking swaggins. We're out here. We are live. uh, Episode 94, live stream, pre-show, Salt of the Streets. Yeah, we're doing it. Thank you. We obviously have a nice little setup that we have going on here. Um, We are slapping out. We're we're here. Slapping out. Yeah, I wasn't wasn't sure. I don't know what that means. We're doing it. We're we're going hard. and it's a, there's an episode of the league and <laughs> where, and I don't know if you've ever seen that show before. There's a character named Pete, and he's played by what the fuck is is that guy's name? Pete. He's, he's not the the 9/11 dude, no, right? No, okay. not that one. This guy has actually like reached out to Ben Shapiro before, and then Mark Duplass. Mark Duplass. Yes. Um, and he, so he plays a guy named Pete, and he I don't know what his job is, but he's like talking to his boss his boss is trying he's like just i need you to get this thing done and he's like like, yeah you know certainly it's a a full team effort you know and he's like well no just just to be clear like you're the only one i've asked to get this done and he's like yeah no we're you know it's a full send and we're blah blah blah." and he's like just say yes like tell me (laughs) that you can do this and he's like yeah i will absolutely do it he's just going on and on and that's exactly how i felt was um so yeah so we're doing it um Mm mm-hmm Thank you for joining us. Episode 94 pre-show. Quick shout out to Olivia because we had some soccer souffle last night. Uh, oh, Olivia snap. has been making chocolate souffles like the last two weeks. Just kind of got oh. on a binge. I don't know why she did it the first time. Something to do with Larry King. Larry King's dope, <laughs> yeah, so. uh, Yeah, something. Um, and e- either way, yeah, she ended up making a chocolate souffle while John's mom was here. And then when John's mom left, she made more and she gave some to us. And they're fucking... Holy shit. That doesn't surprise me. I've had three chocolate souffles over the last two weeks. Whoa. I'm telling you. Whoa. I'm like, I'm fucking spoiled. That night that I made that crazy pasta, we then went mm-hmm. and had chocolate souffles over at Olivia's house. Yes. Dope. That's a, that's a high caloric day right it's there. It's been great. Totally it's worth been, it. Yeah. That pasta. What? Oh, yeah. When did you eat? Before don't. we continue. Before we continue. I got this. Don't. <laughs> I can. We're fucking like four minutes in. I got this. I don't need to. I can do it. I don't. So to answer your question, I had a lovely breakfast sandwich. Uh, I made it on that, that waterfront sourdough. The Seattle waterfront mm. sourdough that's like this big. Yeah. And so I did half was chicken sausage and half was bacon and then egg and, you know, the normal stuff. No but. deer sausage? What's? No, it's still over at my... Oh, I try to limit my deer intake now. Really? Why? Because there's only so much. There's only so much. Okay. So I'm trying to spread it out because unless I start getting some more animals, it just means I got to get out, start getting after it. Yeah. It like definitely means a, that. What does what Steve Renell call it? A, a meat crisis. I am in. I am in a meat crisis. Yeah. As it as it were. Time to get cracking. You know so, but I did make some new venison steaks this week, which. Um, they were just so basically because my mom and I work together, right? 
I I have this kind of set up now where since all the meat's over at her house in my brother's freezer, I just kind of put an order in the day before I want some venison. And your mom. I'm like, all right, ma. So this is what I want right now. I want just just in the freezer. All of my packages have my name on it. My brothers have don't have any names on it. So mine are just you know. And I was like, anything that says roast and my initials, just grab that and bring it. So she brings me the biggest one. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. So then I sent you that picture the other night of all those steak cuts. Oh, yeah. So that's actually just off of like a rump roast that I had kind of binded before I froze it so it's nice and solid. And then partially defrosted it and then cut some fatty steaks out of them. And then I still had half a roast left. So tonight we're having the other half of the actual roast. But, yeah, I made steaks for that night and then everybody's various lunches the next day. Yeah. And they were... I mean, you, dude, you hit those things because there's like no fat on them. Right. At right. All. So you hit those things on the hot barbecue out there. Mm-hmm. I got some mesquite uh, lump charcoal, not like the briquettes kind. Yeah, yeah. I went super fancy, as it turned out. And I had no idea what I was buying. I was like, oh, sweet. This is good quality charcoal. Yeah. But uh, got nice and hot, dude. And they were on there for maybe two and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and they were probably a slightly, they were a solid medium rare. But, like, as it turns out, when I'm cooking venison now, like, it basically just needs to be warmed. Right. You know. When we cooked them, because you guys, you and Chad, obviously gave us those steaks. Thank you again, Chad. Shout out, Chad. Um, shout out, Chad. And it's full boogie here today. Um, oh, yeah, dude. And I think that was yesterday, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, either way. And, but when I made those, I pan fried those steaks, and I just, I put them in a maybe two minutes, like, on each side. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because you get just that one big fat piece. So I, mm-hmm. like, cut it down the middle. Because um, I was, like, I did that. I was like, oh, yeah, we'll just have these steaks. And then after I did, I just cut them up into those slices anyway, because it was fucking so beautiful yeah right um, but it's hard not to with that beautiful meat so yeah yeah exactly yeah so i maybe cooked for like two minutes on each side and it was still super pink in the middle um and yeah even i took the rest like for lunch the next day you know and even microwaved and like almost well done it was still so fucking oh, fine yes. like still so good Dude, i'm so glad that it's worked out this way because i mean i've had venison before yeah but like not since I started hunting. And so then we finally get some and I bring it back and I'm, tr- you know, and it's one thing as somebody with like a big culinary background like mine, mm-hmm. I, I knew from the processing, I was like, oh, this is going to be terrific meat, period. Just, I could tell by the quality of handling it and everything. And, but it, there's still a part of my mind was like, man, what if this shit sucks? <laughs> and I'm going to be, yeah. this is going to devastate my whole world. And then I bit into it and I was like, oh my God, yeah, this is exactly what i wanted and so much more i gave a couple of pieces to casey he had never had any venison before really and he, yeah so all he had even was just that the shit that was microwaved the next day and he was still like that's fucking fire and i was like bro yes. it was so much better yesterday like yeah it, it was crazy that's awesome um and we'll talk about it at some point in the future but i think i might gonna change my hunting game plan up this year to maximize chances at other animals like elk yeah bigger animals like elk and it may involve not necessarily fulfilling my little deer tag my specialty mm. deer tag because that's just it's for a white tail and i'm like it's in the middle of elk season it's yeah. actually throughout it's like seven out of the ten days of i elk remember season you or saying something. that yeah and i'm like ah, i might just get it just do regular deer hunting around here open season or um, general season starts in about two weeks is there so i know like around squim there's like a fuckload of elk like, are you able to... In, 
In Squim? Yes. Oh, yeah, in Squim, yeah. Yeah. Is, is there a place around Squim that you can go and hunt Word. elk? Like, is that so people do that? Yeah. That's pretty common. A lot of people do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like, sometimes, you know, if you drive through at the right time, like, just the main highway into Squim, like, you'll mm-hmm. have to stop because there's so many fucking elk right there, like, up on that hill and shit. Yeah. So, yeah, there's places over there. It gets tough kind of in the Olympic Peninsula because you're not allowed to hunt in a national parks. And primarily Word. a lot of that is not national forests, it's national park. Right. There are a lot of areas, though, that you can, and it's just... it just You can hunt of... in the national forest, but not the national park. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. Most of the time, yeah. And then... Hunting but is weird, up bro. there, man, yeah, all those those elk are a different type of elk than, like, if I went to the Cascades and hunted elk. Those are called Roosevelt elk. Oh. And they are monsters. Yes. They're basically they're horses with with antlers. They are enormous. Exactly. And I want one of those. <laughs> yeah. So we have a western tag, my brother and I this year, West Western tag for elk. So we can do that or we can hit part of the Western Cascades. But I'm a big fan of that. We'll figure it out. And then you'll get some elk meat. Yeah, your brother's trying to get me out there with him already. And oh, it's I, a good time. I yeah, I've had this conversation just like with John a lot, you know, yeah. when just when he started getting into hunting and stuff like that and trying to figure out I'm like, when all this started, I just had to, like, try and decide what felt like it was most important to me, you know what I'm saying? Whether Mm -hmm. I needed to get, like, the personal defense shit squared away or get, like, the hunting shit squared away, you know? And I personally felt like... You went one direction, I went another direction. And I I personally felt like if the world was to end, I can learn to hunt in the end anyway but exactly. i can't necessarily go and fucking find armor plates and shit when the world is over you know what i'm saying but this is a good point this and is it, a very valid point and if you know the forest rangers or whatever wildlife rangers don't exist anymore then there's no one to regulate what caliber or rifle i'm hunting with so <laughs> I, you, know, you know what i'm saying like that's like i've been a lot of people like oh like, yeah no an air is cool but like, you can't hunt with a 5.56 five, like unless nobody's regulating anything then yeah. fucking there's I no can, government can hunt with this goddamn handgun and no yeah. one's gonna say anything about it the so, entire government goes down because they're all a hundred years old exactly oh my god yeah so let's start right here so this yeah, week we go. are this week we're going to talk about mainly about the presidential debate we're going to use this and all the different you know the 15 minute topics six subjects yeah. fucking whatever and so we're going to talk about all those different things and use those kind of as branches to discuss larger topics so we're going to talk a little bit about the believe Supreme it or Court not there were actual topics <laughs> yeah that were well well they were supposed to be hard for as the they debates. were to discern yes um yeah so we're going to use that kind of as a vehicle to talk about other subjects we are going to talk about the supreme court for a little bit we're going to talk about covid obviously we are going to talk about kind of the social unrest we're going to talk about donald trump's taxes all these different things that happened um and excuse me we talk about sports a little bit because there's only two of us this sports. week. We have some time to talk about some sports, and um, we got to talk fantasy. Exactly. Yeah, we got some fantasy talk to go over. Um, but I want to start here in the pre-show. It came out yesterday morning that President Trump tested positive for the coronavirus, um, and I remember reading Thursday night. I told you I read Thursday night that Hope Hicks had the coronavirus. Yep. Which was like. That's no good. Not um, at all. And then it was just the next morning. Because I, re- I saw that right before I went to bed. Like, I turned off Netflix, so it was just cable on my TV. And as that happened, Hope Hicks tested positive for coronavirus. And I was like, fuck. Like, that's <laughs> not going to be good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, yeah, so the next morning on Friday, I got up to go to work. So it was 4.45, you know what I'm saying? I went out. President Trump tested positive for coronavirus. It's like, 
fucking no shit. I knew it, right? And so now... It was really just a matter of time at that oh, point. Oh, certainly, yeah. yeah. Um, and then yesterday, Friday in the afternoon, there was reports that he was transported to Walter Reed Medical Center. And so he was there being treated. I saw this morning that he's not on oxygen. Nope. He does not have a fever, and he seems to be doing just fine. And he's on... Um, they've started the, the therapy therapeutic remdesivir remdesivir yep. yes and so he um, had his first dose i believe last night yeah and uh i think it was in the post from kaylee mckin no no no. this was from the doctors i think over at walter reed yeah that said yeah he had his first dose and everything's doing well i think he even tweeted something i'm about sure it, if that I remember he right. did um so. so with that has come you know a storm of what ifs and hypotheticals but the craziest oh, yeah. one i think that i saw this morning i saw just before i came here was that some people think he doesn't actually have the coronavirus yeah like, like the, the whole thing is just a hoax because yes. he's just trying to come out of it and be like oh well i had you know i'm 70 some years old and i'm this old crazy guy supposedly and you all think i'm crazy and i got it and i'm just fine so it really is nothing to worry about so i've seen that i've also seen that's a conspiracy that theory. right right um i've also seen the theory that he's trying to get out of the debates um which i think is stupid because yeah. if he didn't want to do debates like i'm not fucking doing it um yeah and then i've also seen the that one guy that loves to fight with people he doesn't right, want to fight with right. people i've also seen that it's to try and disrupt the media cycle to get joe biden off of the televisions and i was talking to, to jordan about this on the way here and i was like mm -hmm. which doesn't make any sense because it, donald trump doesn't need tvs to like no. have people's attention like he's tweeting and they're just fucking talking about him all the time you know what i'm saying right there like and then joe biden has been fucking hiding in his basement like since january <laughs> so it's not like he's dominating the news cycle as it is so you have to work super hard to like try and get him off you know anybody who's coming out after the debate and saying like oh joe biden you know undoubtedly won this like they're fucking lying you know anybody who's saying it either way is lying um yeah. so it, it seems that just doesn't none of these things seem logical to me i don't know no. what benefit donald trump would have from if pretending it, to be sick when he's so focused on like being strong and like yeah. looking tough all the time i don't know why he would want to pretend to be yeah sick. and i think as a general rule in today's media environment um if you find something that completely fits to your ideology's running narrative it's probably bullshit yeah because both main narratives right and left right now are totally and utterly disingenuous and most of the time just flat out lie to people right and so if you find that whatever you're hearing fits perfectly with your your mindset and your narrative running forward and it kind of just fits into whatever it is that you believe has been true for the last four years it's probably not the way to go yeah because people are much more you know gray than that yeah so i do think it's very interesting um obviously my first well, i said to you was like mm -hmm. obviously I don't want this, you know, but like, what if the fucking president dies? Like that's first of all, what if he dies before the election? Second of all, what if he dies after the election and he wins the election, right? Then America has Mike Pence for four years after oh. they voted for yeah. Donald Trump. Right? Yeah. And that's then the thing. this morning when Jordan and I were talking about it again, I was like, and this is even more fucked up. I said, what if Donald Trump wins the election? Right. And I said, and then him and Mike Pence both die from the coronavirus, And then Nancy Pelosi becomes the president. And, the man who just won the election is now replaced by his ideological polar opposite. 
and that's who we live with for four years until they have another fucking election. Uh, that's assuming Nancy Pelosi could would, fulfill a whole term. Would that not be the craziest moment in American history? I said to Jordan, I said, whatever percentage uh, of the vote Donald Trump won, whether it's like 46% or whatever, yeah. all those people, civil war, immediately. <laughs> those people are not going to live four years under Nancy Pelosi after they just voted for Donald Trump. There's no way. Can you imagine... I don't even – I might cry. Like, I might laugh and cry all at the same time. I don't even know what I would do. Obviously, after being fucking distraught, the president and the vice president died. But, like, the thought of Nancy Pelosi then taking the helm as president, yeah, this I point, don't even know. If Pence isn't living in a bubble right now for just the continuity of government right. at this point, something's wrong. Right. So, motherfucker, he needs to be bubble boy right now. I wonder just where he's at. Not the fact that I love Pence because I I am not a I'm not a Pence fan. Yeah. But just for the sake of the longevity and survival of the nation, that dude needs to be in a box right now. Just airtight, air sealed, hang out in a bunker. What's the lone survivor? He's the designated, designated lone survivor. survivor that. Yeah, exactly. That's terrifying, bro. I don't even like Mike Pence. Where are you? Wherever you are, fucking stay safe, Mike Pence. Because bro. Good lord! The last thing that we need is that. Nancy Pelosi presidency. I and not even for like oh. the substance of what just like that would bring, just, just the overall like the way just everything the fact would be. That we the number three chairperson being her would be in charge. That would just co- instant civil war done. It's over. Yeah, I don't know what I would do. I mean, um, yeah, that's not good. None of this is good. We'd be talking your brother down from a ledge, man. <laughs> I can't, man. I can't. I can't even hang on for the book, man. Chad, just fucking. It's okay. Just wait, buddy. Just, just wait. wait. Give it a few days. Just oh, wait. <laughs> man. Yeah, so that's, I mean, it's legit scary, though. Yes. And there's um, a lot of people now. 2020 being undefeated. Oh, fuck. 2020, man. Straight yeah. up. I'm done with it. I'm fucking done with it. I told Although, you, 2020 is 9 0. 2021 is not going to get any better. No. None of it's none of it's gonna get any better. What if there's God just a, a total 180 shift? 2021 is the best year that's ever happened in America. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it if it happens. For God's sakes, I want that. Anything to deserve that? That's not uh, about what we deserve. That's yeah. I mean, we deserve exactly what we're getting. Yeah. That's exactly what we deserve. We did this to ourselves. Man. Just remember that because it's so close to the election. This is like a term that's always really bothered me. Um, the low information voter. I've heard this term <laughs> a lot. Yeah. And what that basically means, Don, what is a low information voter in your mind? It's it's almost the same, almost synonymous with like a single issue voter. You know what I'm saying? Like you oh. don't know, but this is the one thing that you know. Like this is all that I care about. This is all that I, and they're not totally synonymous, but almost mm-hmm. because, because to vote because of one thing is never good. You no. know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, and I feel that a low information voter generally is that they're maybe even just voting because of somebody's name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm going to vote Donald Trump because because fuck Nancy Pelosi because fuck Joe Biden. You right. know what I'm saying? Or somebody who doesn't know either person's platform but is voting for Joe Biden because they hate Donald Trump. That would mm-hmm. be a low information voter. <laughs> so somebody who votes like in my mind, it's somebody who votes that doesn't actually understand what they're doing they're yes. voting because they have a d or an r in front of their name or yes. they're just that they're on my team not the other team or like you said maybe even single issue voters that 
generally may not even under- have a good understanding of what that issue is because that happens a lot too. Coming after again. So in other not words, that I don't low think information a- voters to me are just r- stupid people who shouldn't <laughs> be voting anyways. <laughs> yeah, probably. but I mean that's. <laughs> but again, I mean we've been over this before. The whole concept of the right to vote, right? The right to vote carries with it a responsibility right. to be an informed voter and to know what it is that you're doing. Yeah. And most people, I don't think, have a good understanding of that. A lot of people think they do, but I don't think a lot of people do. And I'm not going to pretend that I do either. I just, I probably know more than the average Joe, I would say. That's one of my favorite counterpoints from Steven Crowder and Ben Shapiro a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, when piano I'm sure yeah, I'm sure it usually comes up when they're talking about abortion, but then they talk about like the right to vote, you know, Mm -hmm. and how many women at that time like didn't want the right to vote because of all the things that you had to do if you were going to be voting, you know, so there was many women that were very split along that path and a lot of men obviously that had to work with them to ensure that that could get done. Um, And so that's. I would think that that's... The original ally. Yeah, so I, I think that that's very interesting, you know, it just is. the way that that was split, that, like, yeah. of having to... And the responsibilities I'm talking about, like, having to do, like, like fire patrol and, like, shit like that, you know, that came with, like, being a registered voter. You are mm-hmm. then have to take part in these other things. Um, you know, the draft and shit like that, like, those things are still things that we... Issues that we're dealing with today, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah <clears throat> don't, women not the selective service don't... Yeah, they don't reach for the female right you know they uh, which which is interesting because they don't have necessarily a problem with female um i don't want to say registration but like signing up for the military there's a right. lot of you women in, in combat now yeah tons. <clears throat> it's a, yeah it's really interesting how seen female army rangers and shit like that and like just yeah. in the last couple of years you know like regular badass yeah that's yeah people that have beat my ass I there's know, some so. really interesting instagram accounts that you can follow i'm highly I'm sure that there are terrifying <laughs> They look like uh, uh, MMA fighters, some of them. Yeah. That I follow on Instagram. They're like fucking just badass mercs, man. Have you listened to the Joe Rogan with Cam Haynes on it yet? The one that came out last week? Just last night, oh, as a matter yeah. of fact. And he was talking about those women that he's been running with, you know, and like falling asleep yeah. on the trail and shit like that. And that's. Yeah. I was <clears> watching <throat> it last night when I was trying to get this whole streaming setup going on. Yeah. And yeah, I saw those pictures. They're fucking. It will wreck people, dude. That ain't me, Doug. No, that just that just isn't me. I just not don't. Either. I don't have that in my brain of like, like it's not that I don't have the ability to push past a level of uncomfortability, but I generally am like, no, I know yeah, that's not. <laughs> yeah, I have too much logic running through my brain. That's like you have to stop. Like this yeah. is a bad idea. There's no benefit after this point. You know, like you you've already reached it. So just stop. Yeah. Like, like I'm gonna run. What was that? One of the ladies ran four miles per hour until she couldn't run anymore. And yeah. like that was a competition that she was in with all these other people. I was like, why? Four miles every hour. Why? Just for as long as she could. Yeah. Just <clears throat> for as long. Yeah. Until you drop. Yeah. And, and like all them ultra marathon people that are yeah. running hundreds of miles and well, without yeah. stopping. Right. And then the other, the other yeah. woman, yeah, who was trying to go like over 400 miles, like in less than a week. You know what I'm saying? So Why? she's like not sleeping at all. And they literally had to make her stop because her, she's like, had like I 80% oxygen rate. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you, you will die if you continue to run and like you, 
Yeah. It's crazy that people are able to like, cause your, your brain and your body have self-preservation mechanisms, you know, like you, you will fall asleep because your body's like, I can't, like, yeah. I can't do it anymore. And it's crazy that people are able to get through those points to fight the self-preservation mechanisms too. And yeah. they use the example of like a dog and a horse, you know, if you find oh, yeah. the right, like the right dog, the right horse will run itself to death. That yeah. type of shit happens. Horses, horses get work. Horses work to death. Easy. Yeah, right, right. So dogs are harder to find. They will run themselves to death. But certainly I, I the know right dog. You know what I'm Chloe saying? Will do that. Yeah. If if there's a ball involved, she will fetch until her heart gave out. Yeah. She w- I mean, there was days where we had done it before, where like Thank I you, didn't John. realize she's got too she got too worked up you know she's been running too long or something like that and then she can't walk for a week yeah like she's limping real hard and it's like dog what are you doing don't yeah. do it if it hurts you so now we just don't do that at all and it's crazy See? that there are people that are able to get all the cameras bro are able to break that you know they're able to get past those things that i mean i i would feel comfortable saying that we we evolved those mechanisms in our brain to continue to live, to live yeah. for as long as possible. Because if there's know? one thing we're good at, it's surviving. Yeah, and those people are able to literally like break their brains to Go. just. I'm just gonna keep shut this going. off real yeah. quick. And that's crazy. That is, I don't even know what I want to call it, but like impressive is definitely part of it, you mm-hmm. know. But it's also like that's so stupid though. But right. But I don't know. It's it's. Impressive is probably the best. It's probably the only word that could be used for it. Well, because impressive could be like you can be impressed and have good or bad connotations either way, right? <laughs> yeah, so, like, I think yeah. that's very appropriate. Yeah, that is so funny. So, what else are we gonna talk? We talk about yeah, we're gonna talk about debates, and that can lead off into a billion things. Yeah, we we're gonna of, talk about a lot of stuff. There was one thing that I wanted to ask you about during the pre-show. Word, um, laid on me. Boeing, right? Boeing. So, a bunch of new jobs that yes. uh, they've announced that are leaving the state, right? Bye bye. And so. Just over the last two or three days, I've heard clips from, like, Jay Inslee being He's asked pissed. about it, right? And so Jay Inslee has said some things that I think are very interesting, right? Yeah. So certainly totalitarian. being upset. There's a lot of, obviously, a lot of benefit to for for, for Boeing and for Washington for them being here. Uh, being, right? Yeah. But he's saying shit like that, like... We have like, a bank that was, or a credit union that was started just because Boeing existed. I, have, I am a member of BECU. It, and it's a yeah. wonderful, it's a great wonderful bank. institution. <clears throat> yeah, and so Jay Inslee has said shit like Boeing owes its employees. Like it oh, owes yeah. the citizens of Washington for yeah. building, you know, building this company. And <clears throat> let's just start here because anybody who maybe hasn't watched the show before, I work for a small company. I work for a small manufacturer who treats me extremely well. I a thousand percent understand the relationship, you know, worker boss relationship, right? Yeah. But employee I employer. Also know that if you work for Boeing you have a great fucking benefits package. You make really good money and you have a great fucking job. You're also part of a fantastic union, right? Oh, yeah. That One ensures, of the most powerful, too. Ensures everybody is fucking good to go, yep. right? So even as a worker from an ununionized company, I am fucking shocked to hear a governor say that a company owes something to the people that it has employed and fairly compensated for the entirety of their employment right uh-huh if if bennick if tim and dan were to decide to leave and go to another state and hire a bunch of other people certainly i'll be upset but as long as i've been treated fairly during this time and i'm then gonna get my you know my fucking I'm gonna severance package exactly right a severance package that's what i'm looking for yeah i a, a decent severance package at that point what the fuck else does this company owe me they don't all the owe free market me. baby what the fuck 
that was crazy to me. I could not believe that he was saying that. The, so we so owe I, them, like that they owe us. And like, oh, we're gonna. That, does it yes. surprise you that a governor said that, or does it surprise you that Governor Inslee said that? I think it surprised me that a governor said that. Okay, right? Because um, that doesn't surprise right. me that Inslee says that. No, yeah, because maybe not he is Inslee, but... Lord Emperor Inslee, and that's the way the vast majority of people to his ideological bent lean these days is very centralized control. Right. And he is highly upset that a giant company that he has very little control over, but he has a lot of control over like uh, taxes and financial, the financial right. well-being or permitting of all this, you know, everything that is involved with this company. And he can be like, no, fuck you. I'm out. You pissed me off because right. you're not doing what I want you to do. Free, you know, far be it from you to actually like want to participate in a free market. Far be it for me to tell you that, yeah, this is a free market society, and you can do business and, and reap the consequences of whatever it is that you choose to do as a company. Right? No, 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 no. I don't like what you're doing because of my ideology. So fuck you. Now we're gonna try to beat the shit out of you financially through taxes and shit. And we've talked about Boeing before. I don't. I don't have. I don't have any particular sympathy for Boeing, especially in this time, you know, getting money from the government. You're like, oh, we're fucking struggling airlines and shit. Like, you sold planes that. that didn't work and you knew it. That's mm-hmm. what you fucking get, right? I appreciate them. Obviously, they're a huge part of the state, all kinds of stuff, right? They're a huge I, part of the, I, the world. I get it, right? Yep. I get it. I also thought, because James Lee also said, like, well, they didn't ask or say anything to us about, like, you know, what we could do to try and work out some type of, like, thing for them to do. First of all, Boeing doesn't owe you shit. They don't yeah. owe you anything. Like that's it doesn't work that way, right? Because they have so much to offer, you have provided them tax incentives for them to stay here. The same thing you're doing with fucking Amazon in Seattle. Which the I same think God on its level right? is a a level of corruptness between the totally. private sector and the public sector, totally. which I think we should all have a serious fucking problem with. Yes, but, in, but far be it from us to call that out. From That's a governmental a perspective, right? As Jay Inslee, as the executive of the state, is it not your job? Because you know Boeing is struggling. Everybody in the oh, yeah. world knows that Boeing is struggling, right? Is it not also your job to be like, hey, what do you... What's going on? What can we do? Do you need help? Is there like, are you going to go somewhere to ask to try and get a, to fucking use something to check the temperature inside of Boeing to see if they're thinking about? They've already sent a bunch of jobs to the place. They've already oh, yeah. fucking fired a bunch of people. So Here's we know that. I don't know where they're going, but this is the second group of, like, the second production line that they're sending to another place, right? This for the Dreamliner and 77? Yeah, so we've already seen this. Why are you not actively involved in a conversation with Boeing to try and understand what's going on there? No, no, why, instead your your idea is that Boeing should be asking you if, that just Mm -hmm. seems crazy to me, that this private company should then lean on the state government so much to suck suckle more from the teat like yeah. more of the teat into their mouth i don't i don't get like that seems so weird well then you know? i thought we were really pissed at i mean i'm just saying we as in inslee and the government of the state and the counties in that area i thought they were we were all really pissed about them not paying any taxes and shit anyways right. so fuck them but i guess not because actually they realized that the thousands of people that work for boeing rely on that yeah, and the government needs their tax money just actually more than they need obviously the corporation of Boeing's tax money. Right, but none of it really matters because there is no there's no logic behind it when when they do these things. It's all incredibly impulsive. 
Oh, it's certainly. all it's all very very corrupt. It's all very instinctual. Right. And it's right, like, wait wait wait. Because right, why is this happening? Right. It's, it's already, been happening for decades, asshole. Already, Jay Inslee said he's going to reevaluate. You know the mm. tax. You know, involvement, the incentives that are going on with Boeing because they're going to move these places and chose not to say anything to the state, you know? And you know what's funny is if you never gave them a tax break when they started to be here, yeah, they would probably still be here and they would be paying fucking taxes and they wouldn't have leverage over you. They don't have leverage over the executor of the entire state of Washington, but they do because of what you did decades, well, not him, just, you know, our government government our state government in general what we did to them decades and decades ago it was like oh yeah well let's just give them these nice tax breaks so they stay here and then they can help boost if you just would have kept their taxes standard whatever it was like, i don't know let's throw 10 percent out there just because i like a nice flat tax and <laughs> we live in this world you know we could if they were always paying 10 percent, they would have built their business model off of that but they've yeah. built their business model off of not having to pay these kind of taxes and now you can't just force it on them because you don't like what they're going to do as a corporation because they're trying to survive right. and move someplace else because the shit show of our state doesn't it's not financially viable to be here anymore. Well, and I do find it interesting that the generally the party, the Democratic Party that tends to argue that corporations are not paying enough in taxes or like you said are the ones that are offering if you look at just washington and california for example the oh, yeah. big companies you know jeff bezos doesn't pay enough taxes like amazon doesn't pay enough tax google doesn't pay enough taxes you know what i'm saying but yeah. these are the companies that you're offering enormous fucking tax breaks to to stay in this area yeah like so i don't understand so they're gonna how be- it's even a feasible mm-hmm. argument to make that they're not <laughs> paying enough when you're not requesting that they pay everything that they should pay in the first place because you're going to give them a hundred million dollars in tax breaks to like exist here yeah a hundred million dollars a year in taxes that they don't have to pay just because they're choosing to be here that's fucking crazy and that's a call that they as the government (laughs) have to choose (laughs) to make from the get-go that's crazy you cannot destroy a private company or attempt to destroy a private company because you don't like the decision that you made and put towards them years and years and years ago. Right. And it doesn't work like that. And there's an argument to be made that, oh, you know, if we don't offer it to them, someone else is going to. But like you said, that lends to the argument of it being corruption, yeah. that if nobody was doing it, then it wouldn't be a problem. But it's the it's the same idea as like, yep. um, I like, a flat tax. That like, like OPEC, right? That's maybe oh, yeah. not, that's not the right thing, but like all of the group of the different Arab company or Arab nations that sell their oil you let's know just call it opec then, at that point yeah because it's I, more than just that it's like it's a couple of the it's, it's other like ones, it, but it's the global oil the market right that yep. they agree on a set price which and is then literally eventually, called a cartel and, it is a cartel right and then eventually one of those countries decides they're going to sell it for a dollar less a barrel and it fucks everything up oh yeah but but if you all just fucking do the right thing and sell it for how much you're supposed to sell it for everything will be good it's the same idea if you just don't fucking give any tax breaks they're just gonna have to pick where they want to be and it's just gonna be based on that but if one person decides they're gonna be corrupt and sell it for a dollar less or offer a hundred million dollars in tax incentives because they want that money that's exactly how everything gets fucked yep. up. And it's still, it's legal corruption. Yeah. It's legal corruption. It's and dark. we allowed it to go on for decades and decades, which is why we're in the exact situation we are in now. Yeah. Legal corruption. And That's I think. very interesting. 
If you have anything else, we've been going for 35 minutes. Yeah, no, that's the last thing that I want to I like talk having about. this up here. I can have a timer. Um, I can see all the comments. Is this is killer. Oh, Makai's music. Yes, Makai oh, did drop course. some new music. Yeah, absolutely. He did? Yes. Popping on yes. Twitter. Yes, yes. I saw that shit. Yeah, let's see. That's what I want to pull up the name real quick. Yeah, likewise. I was going to pull up the actual thing. Yes. Oh my Change God. my life. That's what it's called. Um, yeah, and it's it's fantastic. They've been making all kinds of great music lately. Um, that's you're gonna put it up on your camera there. Thank you. Um, and follow. This yeah, dude they've been right making there. fantastic music lately, all the time. John was here two weeks ago. They were talking about when I saw Elijah the week before that. You know, he was talking about that they have another music video in the works. So oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, and when he was here, he was saying that they had a bunch of content. You know that they've. Oh yeah, they've just been sitting on. Yeah, so so they've obviously got something big going on. You know, they're they're. they're, I like the idea of stacking a library. They're not by any means simple-minded men. You know what I'm saying. So I am hard pressed to believe that they don't have an elaborate plan set up for the next. Fucking, I don't know this. I don't. I don't. I'm not. But if but they don't have a plan for the next six nowadays? months, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. For like, oh, well, we're gonna drop this, and then six weeks later, we're gonna drop this, and six weeks later, we're gonna drop this, and then we're gonna hit this video, and then we're gonna do this. I know. I've I have to not, believe yeah. they have some form of plan laid out here, and we are just Along subject the to the whim of the upper left right. and their incredible content. Let's just go ahead and tag just some of them. Here buckle up, baby. This. It's yeah, gonna get real. Them. So let me just add. Elijah and Elijah yeah. at one dot. I definitely can't be in the band. <laughs> and more, let me do oh. it because it's fucking. I hate Facebook. This is Likewise. such a piece of shit. I hate Facebook. Fuck Facebook. As soon as we're available, we're getting off this piece of shit. I don't remember if anybody remembers. Fucking a couple weeks ago when I tried to literally give Facebook money so that they could promote our shit and they were like, sorry, we can't do it even though, you know, there's no strikes against your account and you oh, don't yeah. have anything like that. There's nothing that would hinder you from doing that. I still have not received an email to indicate why they wouldn't take my money, Facebook. I want to give you fucking money. I don't get it. That seems so weird. Like, you so badly don't want objective and honest opinions to be released that you're just not even going to fucking take money. You're not even going to allow... You're just going to cut capitalism out of this process completely. Like, I'm not even going to take your money. Fuck it. I'm just... Fuck your money. Old Zuck don't like capitalism, bro. Yeah, not that YouTube is any better, but I don't don't know. But I will say this. If everything goes good... I think next show, instead of streaming on Facebook, live stream, we can do a live stream on YouTube. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I have everything set up on the YouTube end. Good. I just need to do it on our end, and we Fuck can Facebook. we can try that next week. So, if yeah, if you're watching this right now, then just look forward to watching us on YouTube live next time. And hopefully I'll have some cool overlays by then, too, so we can <laughs> look even more legit. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, so let's say we're out here. Obviously, you're watching us on our Facebook, fucking Facebook at Salt of the Streets. Uh, we have our Instagram at Salt of the Streets, our YouTube at Salt of the Streets that will be on next week, and you can find all of our videos, all of everything. These videos will be up next week. Uh, we have our personal social media. I'm at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Alpaca underscore Don on Instagram. He's at Big Bird Offie on both of those things. You can find all of this information on saltofthestreets.com. It's a beautiful website. It's fantastic. It's We're going to record the real episode now. Look out for it on Monday and then the videos later in the week. Thank you. Go listen to Makai's music. Go listen to Upper Left's music. Nils, Denzel, One Dot. 
That's it. We're done. Here. We're done. <laughs> Peace out. Have a good weekend, everybody. Now, how do I shut this off? That's I don't the key. know. <laughs> Somebody go shoot a deer legally. Shoot a deer legally. End the video, Colin. There it is. <laughs> I was like, where did it go? I can't find my thing. In the video, <laughs> Rate the quality of the broadcast. Sure, why not? Like my own, or just like the quality? <laughs> right. I did great. <laughs> <laughs>